Welcome to the Resilient AF Podcast. I'm Alex Fresh. I'm Amelia Jackson. And I'm Bennett Knows. We believe everything vibrates at a certain frequency, and we're here to raise the vibration. You'll hear stories of incredible resilience, manifestation, and what to do when you find that even resilience has a toll. Because a bitch is tired, honey. Good morning. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning, morning, you hot bitches. Before we even start with our peak in our pit or anything else, we're going to do the word of the week. So Ben is going to tell us what the word is so we have time to use it. Hopefully this time I actually pronounce the word correctly. Oh my God. The first time we did word of the week, I deliver the word askons. What is it? Askons. 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 Yeah, you got to say it with like askons. Like you're from France. Askons. Askons. But I said Askins, Askins last time, so Askins. it was like real like, ratchet. It's literally like a word of the week, and he didn't even look to see how it's pronounced. <laughs> it's hilarious. I got the word in a text message. I'm so sorry, y'all. I did press the button this time to hear how the word is pronounced. <laughs> okay, so what is the word? The word of the week is unscrupulous. Unscrupulous. Can you use it in a sentence? Shoddy cheated on her man <laughs> with his brother. They're both unscrupulous as fuck for that. Oh, like, 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 like shady? Mm-hmm. Dirty. Dirty. Shiesty. Unscrupulous. Mm. Having or showing no moral principles. So I was gonna say like savage, but I feel like when you're savage, it's like, ooh, you're, also you're savage. Yeah. Ratchet, you know what I'm so saying? You know. But yeah. this is like, ooh, shiesty. Like, ooh, they're unscrupulous. 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 Ooh, I'm gonna ooh. say that. Unscrupulous. You get extra points for that one. Ooh. Rolling the tongue. <laughs> okay. So if I roll it in, like when I say it, extra points. Yeah. Extra points, yeah. Okay, got it. Because I can roll what my tongue that? like a motherfucker. Yeah, what are these extra points for? If this is your first time listening to Word of the Week, now Amelia and Alex have to try to use the Word of the Week at some point during the podcast. Mm-hmm. And whoever uses it the best way wins. Unscrupulous. Could you roll your tongue? Unscrupulous. Unscrupulous. <laughs> this one's going to be tough, y'all. No, <laughs> so unscrupulous, is. that's the Word of the Week. Okay, all right, Bennett. So now we're on the peak in the pit. You kick us off. Okay, my peak. I am still going hard on my manifestation notebook. I've been doing the 369, your mama is fine. And, you know... <laughs> Just putting all of those manifestations in and it's Libra season. And Mm -hmm. I just feel like I always am abundant during Libra season. So Mm -hmm. open and accepting to everything. Are you a Libra? Yes. Yes, You are. Okay. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. My son's a Libra. You guys are cool as fuck. I love Libras. Libras are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. What (laughs) else? Fucking cool. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, that's my peak. My pit is I had to set a boundary for someone that I care about this week and they flipped the fuck out. Oh, hell no. What was the boundary? I don't want to put out details because, you know, they might be listening. Scrupulous. Ooh. Girl, you did not. (laughs) Was that even the right use of it? I I don't know. Yeah, they'd get like mad, right? Um, Showing no moral principles. So yeah, they were unscrupulous because when I gave them that boundary, they were unscrupulous as fuck. Good Mm -hmm. job. Well, you know what? Good for you for setting a boundary Mm because more boundaries need to be set. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. No one can fuck with me when my chakras are aligned. Come Mm -hmm. on, you guys. Mm -hmm. That's a good Mm -hmm. one. Is that Queen? Queen Herbie, of course. course. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's my my pick in my peak. My peak peak in my pit. Thanks for sharing. I love that. What's good with you, Amelia? Um, So I don't really have a pit. That's okay. It's totally fine. Um, my peak, my custody battle is like pretty much over. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's been going on for three years. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. you've been with Hallelujah. me since the beginning. I have. Since it was filed. Yes. Right. When I finally got like a lawyer. 
Yes. So it's been going on longer than three years, but like three years with a lawyer. So what does this mean for you guys? Basically, that person is going to do every other weekend okay. with whichever child we're talking about. Well, that I'm not going to so say a specific one. Exciting. But yeah. No, I'm happy. Like, it's fine. Like, that person needed to do the steps right. because they needed to get themselves together. So, yeah. But mm. finally, I don't have to pay a fucking lawyer $350 yeah. an hour anymore. Right. That yeah. shit was wild. <laughs> speaking like, of. Like, wild. Speaking of. So my divorce is coming up to be finalized. Guess when the petitioner decided to have the mediation? When? On our five-year wedding anniversary. Mm. Yeah. What's the word of the week again? I forgot it. Unscrupulous. Unscrupulous. I feel like that was just like so unscrupulous of him. Ooh, there we go. Mm. It definitely was. Snaps. How do we? I can't snap on my Unscrupulous as fuck. Hey. Yes. But, you know, onward and upward. Absolutely. Queen Herbie. Okay. Okay. Love that. So first of all. Been a huge fan of hers for years now and been manifesting our friendship and just saw her in person for the first time last weekend. And I was crying when she came out. Like the tears wouldn't stop. I'm like, bitch, get it together. Get it together so you can sing these songs and just, you know, whatever. Stop crying and you're going to ruin your makeup. It was emotional and intense and I loved every single second of it. But she has a song that's called pre-roll and it goes, I keep a pre-roll in my pocket for when life gets too chaotic. But, you know, I try to give her a pre-roll during that song at the show, but she didn't take it. I don't think she saw it. So all show I was trying to give her this pre-roll and I was like really close to the front. Mm -hmm. She was right there. And the very last song that she sung, she took it. Oh, I love it. And it was magical. And it was just like, she was so excited to get it to you. You should see the pictures. Like I took screenshots. Her smile was like the biggest it gets. I've seen her smile all sorts of different ways and it was the biggest it could get. Oh, I love that. I was dying. And then, so a few days later, I come back and I post all of these videos that I took at the show and I put this one like little compilation together of her singing pre-roll and then a couple of pictures of her like in my face, which I was like, yes, queen, yes. Yes. Um, and then of her taking the pre-roll because it was on video mm-hmm. and she reposted it. She I reposted it. Which means she fucks with you, you know? I mean, yeah, you guys are like fuck her too. No. I mean, you guys are like besties now. I mean, I manifested you it. Absolutely no, you don't. Did. You totally. But did. she doesn't follow me yet, so that's okay. Yeah. It's gonna happen. But she will. Yeah, yeah, she will. I mean, she had to have like gone to my page and seen that her husband follows me, yeah. and then been like, "Who's this girl?" Right? Exactly. But and you post her a lot. Yes. You know, you post her a lot. So a I was lot. thinking, like, she probably knows your name your, by now. Yeah. That was the first time I've ever seen her view one of my stories, let alone repost one. Well, and I had seen in one of your videos that you had posted, she was like, hi, love. Like, she had said that to someone. So I think she probably does recognize people's, especially if they, like, continuously talk mm-hmm. to her yeah. or message right. her or whatever. You guys recognize their faces. Yeah. Yes, for sure. She cleansed the audience. I saw that and sprayed. What'd Ooh. she spray on you? It was, like, a sage spray. And okay. she did it twice, which was amazing because I do it. I have sage sprays right here next to me. Yeah. And I sage my house all the time with sprays. And I didn't even know how to even accept that was going on. Mm. That she was cleansing me. I was like, well, this is happening right now. I, I couldn't that. have been in a better place or time anywhere. I am so glad that the concert went well because you deserve that. For that sure. was a clean that. lyric. Whoa. Like, whoa. whoa. And just whoa. when you thought it was safe, I pulled out my wand in my cape. I don't let these bitches escape me. Hell to the no. Game over. Okay. I love now, that for you. On to my pit that I posted such a cringy video to my close friends on accident. What was it? It was a video that I was taking for my oh, OnlyFans. I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, and you, you posted it on your close friends? On accident. Are you on her close friends? I'm not. Neither am I. Yes, oh, you are. That's no, a problem. I deleted it before you guys saw it. I promise you guys are my close friends. I not promise Post you. on your close friends not right now and we'll content. see if we're on there. Ooh. Do it right now. Yeah, that's what I thought. Look, she's Ooh. real slow Wait, about no, posting on it. You, 
not the shade. You've been on my close friends though. Have I? I? Yeah. You're on mine. I swear I did not change, add, or remove anybody. And there you are, B. Okay. Without a bougie. And Perfect. then there's B. Okay. Okay. So okay. I'm like, right. what? I don't know where you- I missed it. What did you post? I deleted it, you guys, because my friend, I got so lucky. Woo! I have 20 people on my close friends. What was it? And I'm telling you, it was, so what I do is I take the video, right? And then I take screenshots. Of course so you imagine do. me just like trying to be all sexy in the mirror. <laughs> I see my friend. She messaged me all the time on Instagram and I don't look at it right away a lot. Mm-hmm. Why did I look at it right away? Because the universe was saving you. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I looked at what she said. She said fire emoji. Um, I texted her immediately after I deleted it. I didn't even look to see if anybody else looked because I had to delete it that quickly. That quick. So I don't know if anybody else saw besides her, but I text her right away. I'm like, okay, so that's embarrassing. What were you doing? Like busting it wide open? Girl, no, I don't know. Anything. She knows. She knows. She knows what she was doing. What she was doing. <laughs> well, if you have seen my OnlyFans, you would know. <laughs> All right. So now it's time for the story of resilience. And we do this every single week during this time because we're some resilient motherfuckers and we know some resilient motherfuckers. And a lot of you have written in saying that you're resilient too. And we want to hear all the stories. We want to have all of you guys on. So if you think that you are resilient and you have a good story that you want the world to hear, then definitely hit us up on Instagram at resilientaf3. Or you can also email us at resilientaf3 at gmail.com. There you go. Okay. So this week, our guest, his name is Jaden. Welcome, Jaden. What's up? And (laughs) Jaden is here today because his story of resilience is about being addicted to Adderall, which is a big thing nowadays. So I'm just going to, you know, hand over the mic to Jaden and let him tell his story. I guess like it started fourth, fifth grade. Yeah. So they thought I was dyslexic and I ended up having to go to this private school because they like taught a different way and I hated it. I felt different because like everyone else there was like dyslexic or had like major other problems and I wasn't actually dyslexic. Mm -hmm. So, um, how long did you go there for? I want to say like two years to, yeah. So it was like a pretty good amount of time. Skip forward a little bit. I'm still like kind of like struggling in school and I get retested. They're like, no, you're not dyslexic. You have ADHD. And so they ended up putting me on, I think it was like Vyvanse, um, which at the time I didn't actually really like it that much. I don't know what that is. It's uh, just a different ADHD medicine. So like think of Adderall, but it's just like a different different brand or is Uh, it like, it's very similar. Yeah. So I actually didn't like it. I took it kind of like off and on. I'm still like struggling in school and I would say probably around ninth grade. I like had some friends and like they had Adderall and they were like, yo, try this. And it was like a miracle. Whoa. Can focus. I can get a whole bunch of shit done. I almost compared it to, have you guys seen the movie Limitless? When he takes the the drug and then all of a sudden like everything like kind of goes. Yeah. Crazy clear. <laughs> no, yeah, 100%. I was like, whoa, like this shit actually worked. This wasn't like the riddle in. Um, so I went back to my doctor and I was like, hey, this, the Vans or whatever, that, like, that doesn't really work. But Adderall, I was like, that works for me. I need, like, can I get that? So I ended up switching over to. When you were in sixth grade? This was like, I want to say this was, no, this was more like ninth oh, grade. Oh, that's right. You just yeah. said that. So when you told the doctor, 
was the doctor not like, how the fuck do you know right. well, what Adderall feels like versus what <laughs> I actually prescribed you? Yeah. So <laughs> I actually was like completely honest with her. I was like, hey, like I'm going to be completely honest with you. I tried Adderall to see if that would work better. And I don't think she was too thrilled about it. <laughs> to be 100% honest. There's a few different types of Adderall. So I guess let's start there. So there's uh, instant release and then there's uh, extended release. And so I had instant release, which I didn't really like extended release because it, what it does is it like releases it over a short period of time. The instant releases is like, it all hits you at once. And so they're usually a little bit of a smaller dose, but they're stronger because it all hits you at once. Mm -hmm. So, um, at that time I probably, I want to say like 15 milligrams. I think that's what I was like I wasn't really, I, yeah, I wasn't really, yeah. So I wasn't okay. at that point, like I wasn't really like going too crazy, okay. crazy on it. Okay. Um, as we like start to build up that tolerance and like years of use, I get probably senior year and beyond is when I really, I think started like kind of going ham on it. I think I raised my dose to 30 milligrams a day, but it's instant. So it was just like straight so to the dome. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm taking, I'm, it was basically two pills. Cause I had like all my pills were like 15 milligrams. Mm -hmm. So I'd basically be taking like two a day. Yeah. So I was, I was zooted <laughs> at this point. Like, but after I'd say high school and when I really started to get into uh, like doing kind of like my own thing, cause I, I, I didn't go to college. Like I'm the music producer. I'm dabbling day trading and a whole bunch of other stuff. I really started, that's when I feel like I really started to abuse the Adderall because I was still like chasing that feeling of like, you know, that limitless pill feeling mm -hmm. where you like, you take it and you're like, oh, you can do anything. But the problem was after that long of prolonged use and like taking it, like the effects aren't the same. Like your body, like at least for me, like your body really starts to like depend on it. There's like physical mental withdrawals like uh, shake yeah so like it got to a point where like if i didn't take it it would feel like someone was like taking a blowtorch on my brain and Whoa. so yeah so like it so you were full-blown like addicted at so point. like my body at this point was 100 yeah. percent like uh yeah. it like i needed i needed to take it to be able to function like if and i to be able to feel well yeah, so, like, if I didn't take it, like, I wouldn't be able to do anything really that day. Like, I would just lay there. Yeah. I'd be, yeah, I would be, I'd be physically ill. And so, that was always scary, because uh, I didn't want to go through that. So, really? like, I was always, like, I need to make sure I'm getting my prescription yeah. on time and blah, blah, blah. Were you taking more of it because of what you were doing oh, at that time? Oh, 100%. Okay. Like, I could sit in the studio mm -hmm. for 14 hours straight. And that sounds ridiculous. Awake? Yeah, like that sounds no, that sounds that sounds fucking no, wild. No, that sounds ridiculous. But the thing is, I would do that yeah. all the time, and I wouldn't eat because, like, when you're yes, I would sit in there not eat. I'd maybe eat like once a day. So there was that. Like, I'm completely unhealthy weight wise. Uh, I I won't eat anything uh, if I don't take it. Then I needed it literally just to function or get up out of bed. And so the point of where it was actually helping me, where I was like, oh, I'm going to take this and focus in and do what I need to do. That was completely out the window. I needed it just to like get up and then feel normal. So it wasn't even 
helping me really anymore. It was just more like my body needed it to just function. Were there times where you were out of your prescription? Like if you took too much or gave some to your friends where you were out and you couldn't get it yet? Oh yeah, absolutely. And that was hell. Um, there was like points where like, I just would not get out of bed for how long days. Um, during this whole time, did you have girlfriends, boyfriends? Did you have any of this, like any partners? Yes and no. So the first part of when I was taking it, no, I was very single. I was very like, kind of like do Do you want to do do what I want to do. But going forward, kind of like where I left off. Yeah. I had a girlfriend for about a year and a half. How did that work out? Did she take out her all? No, uh, she didn't. Uh, we ended up not working out. It wasn't because of the Adderall. I don't think the Adderall necessarily helped to be Mm -hmm. 100% honest because towards the end of our relationships, like we were already having problems. I was taking a lot of it and I think that it definitely didn't help because I was probably a little bit more, I was probably more irritable, Mm -hmm. but she even at one point I remember saying I didn't take it and I was like, no, why? And she was like, you just seem like you're in a better mood. Like you, you seem different. Yeah, and I think I kind of got irritated because I was like, what do you mean? Like, in yeah. my head, I was just like, I'm no different. You don't know what you're fucking talking yeah. about. <laughs> Which, uh, clearly, uh, she was right on that. What was rock bottom? Yeah, so I would say, like, the low point, like, I'd say when I hit rock bottom, actually, we had just broken up. And, like, I was still, like, heavily taking it. I'm, like, bouncing from, like, 108. I probably Actually, honestly, like, 106 to 108, like, in... Damn wait yeah and i'm just a fucking mess um i'm just like look in the mirror at myself and i'm hella depressed because you know i just broke up with my girlfriend unrelated to this but um and then you know i'm super unhealthy and i just like look at myself and i'm like what the fuck are you, you probably doing? didn't even recognize yourself no. at that point. And like my, I was so skinny to the point where like you could see the bones in my face. I like, mean, what was your mom saying? So the thing is, is like, I wasn't really like around her that much because like I was living, I was living by myself. And yeah. so there wasn't at that point, there really wasn't anything like, I feel like she could say that would thought, thought because like I was still in this mindset of, oh, I need to take this to be great with my music, with mm. day trading, with everything. So I was like, this is the sacrifice I'm making, I yeah. guess. It's like. So what are the steps after that? I feel like it's going to be different for everybody. Um, for me, I like I said, like I just looked in the mirror. I didn't like what I saw. I was just like, you're a piece of shit. Like, I was, like honestly, and like I have this, like I'm very hard on myself uh, in a lot of ways when it comes to, you know, anything that I do. And I think it, helps motivate did you wean yourself off or did you just cold no. turkey again? yeah so that's the thing is i just completely cut myself off cold turkey which honestly i think for me is what i needed to do because like i would i was the type of person that i was like okay like i'm only gonna take half a day mm-hmm. and then it was like well i already took half like why am i as well just, you know what i mean so like if i didn't cut myself off cold turkey i don't think i would have stopped you knew the whole time that you were taking it that you had this problem right yes but like i would try to like rationalize it i would just be like oh well no i'm doing this to to focus better i'm doing this because it's helping me and like in my head that's what i would tell myself when in reality i was just addicted to it you know but i also think it's probably easy for you to kind of keep going with it because described it so no yeah doctors say it's fine so I'm fine. Like they gave it to me. So why would I stop? A hundred percent. Do you think Adderall and Vivans and all of these drugs 
Do you think that's the answer for the children? I don't think the drugs are the answer for the children, but I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I think it can be, I think it's helped with my creative process and, you know, being able to kind of cycle through ideas faster than maybe other people can too, because it's like my brain just like, ah, but, um, I don't want anybody to feel the way I did when my fate, like my brain felt like it was melting and I was sitting there wanting to die because I didn't like I ran out of the prescription like thinking about like a 10 year old kid. Right. That's just like isn't even like old enough to really fucking know what's going on. Right. Too much. Yeah. And then like they're sitting there going through fucking patrols. Like I just I don't mm-hmm. I don't agree. My daughter has ADHD and I have ADHD like a motherfucker mm-hmm. and I'm unmedicated because I refuse to take the medication. But going back to how you were like if it's honed in properly and taken care of at an early age, I feel like it's just stifled creativity, at least for me and my- 100%. Oh, totally. Like, I I swear to God, I really am. Like, the shit that goes on in my brain is wild sometimes. When I was younger, teachers didn't know how to, like, hone that in properly. Absolutely not. My parents didn't know. They thought I was just, like, all over the fucking place, you know? Mm. Realistically, now that I know how to cope with it, I, I don't, I mean, right. I, I probably could be a little <laughs> it medicated. Was, well, there's other things that are, you know, not as crazy as Adderall. Exactly. Like, I know how to cope with it. But I, I also want to say that I have ADHD. My son has ADHD, and he's 11. And I remember in kindergarten, dad got really mad at the teacher because she suggested that we take him to the doctor and get him tested to see if he has ADHD. And that really pissed him off, right? I don't know why. But I'm like, I'm not going to put my son on medication. There's other things before that, for sure, that I'm going to do. Like, I was really against medication for my son. I've, I still haven't put him on it. And I actually started taking him to this place where it was a therapist, but it was like changing his brain waves. So it was neurological feedback therapy and it worked really well so you put these things in your ears and then you put them on your forehead and the top of your head and like biofeedback yeah you know it's just like into a computer for a few minutes and then it basically just retrains your brain waves to just concentrate for longer and it's wild but it worked Uh, yeah i I did do that but it was for a different it wasn't for adhd though yeah i mean there's there's that and it's like totally natural and he's doing a lot better he still has adhd of course but he does a lot better and he loved it actually he's like i really want to go back when we took a break and yeah so there's other things besides going straight to medication based on your experience what would you say to a parent now that their child is prescribed to adderall don't do it (laughs) (laughs) i i guess like honestly like it can on i feel like it can honestly ruin their life like getting them addicted to something and the thing is is like even like i don't have an addictive personality when it comes to anything else i don't have addictive personality but i think partially like it was that i was like on it at such a young age Mm -hmm. like exposing them to that at that young Mm -hmm. of an age their body especially like if their body's like still growing like it's gonna become dependent on that yeah thing okay so going back to the kindergarten teacher telling you know me and my son's father that we should go get him tested for ADHD during a parent teacher conference. Um, she told me that one day this kid who was on medication, she could tell that he didn't take it that morning. And so she contacted his dad and he was like, what? No, he took it. And then she said that later on that day, he went home and emailed her and said, oh yeah, the pills on the counter. Sorry about that. You know, cause he like got mad at her for like saying that. So it really does. I mean, you can tell, you can tell like when they're on it and when they're not, but 100%. I was going to ask you, Jaden, um, like, could you ever see yourself taking it again? No, absolutely not. Like, and it's crazy story. So I, I still have it like at my house. I'm like, so against it now that like even having it in the house, like before the first time I stopped, like there was always like, oh, well, 
I do have it, but I won't do it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I could do it, blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, I've been trying to get rid of it. Take it back. But no. <laughs> but like going back a little bit, uh, like going back to like the rock bottom part, like this was like kind of big. The first person I actually told, I think it was the first person I told that I was actually coming in and doing this podcast. And he was like, oh, I think it's a good idea to like talk about it was my friend right after I had made the decision. I was like, I'm fucking done with this. Roll up to the gym. And I'm what, like I said, like 107 pounds, 106, somewhere around bouncing between 106, 108. And one of my friends I hadn't seen like probably a year or so. He's like walking out of the gym as I'm walking in and he just looks at me. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, dude, are you okay? Didn't even, like, there was no, like, really, like, what's up? Like, he just, like, looked at me and was like, dude, there's something fucking Like, it was, like, in his eyes, he was like, what the fuck? I was probably, like, in your face. Oh, fuck. I need to to do something to change that. Honestly, like, the way he looked at me, like, and it wasn't, like, a bad look. It was just, like, you could tell, you could, yeah, no, you could just tell he was, like, super concerned. And. And that was another thing that like kind of motivated me because like I saw myself in the mirror and I was like, this isn't good. But like seeing him being like, yo, like, yeah. what's up? And I I remember like, like I like, like got pretty emotional. Like I was just like, yeah, no, I remember I was like, no, I'm not, but I will be. And Aww. like, uh, yeah, I was just like, I, but I will be. And we kind of sat there and talked for like maybe like 10 minutes. And yeah, and then I just went in there and I never looked back. Like, and that I was the day just, that that was the day that you decided to quit. Yeah. Shout outs to that guy who came through. You know, those oh, are yeah. like angels you know, in your life. He's for like sure. one of my best it's friends. It's like small interactions that, you, like, even like just you could say something to someone and you don't even know it, but it could change their life type of thing. And that right there was your life changing interaction. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. And so. That's why, like, when, like, when, like, she asked me to do this, like, I, I talked to him, too. I was like... Oh, you did? Yeah. And, you, oh, you're uh, still in contact Oh, with no, him. we're, yeah, we're, like, really good friends. Okay. Uh, that actually, like, helped, like, reconnect us, oh, too. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, okay. even though it was, like, this, like, 10-minute interaction... Trauma can do that, though. Really <laughs> trauma can. bonding. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. in a good way for this one. In a good way for this one, because trauma bonding's yes. really Oh, well, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> We're really good friends now. A lot that's closer. Dope. What advice do you have to other people struggling with this type of addiction or just any addiction? Um, Honestly, even though it feels probably like you can't stop, like you can. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. Like nothing in life is fucking easy. Anything that's worth doing is not going to be easy in life. And you can apply that to more than just addiction. You just got to keep going. You got to keep going on the days that you think I can't do it. Like today, today I'm going to relapse or I'm going to whatever. Just just tell yourself like one more day, just one more day, one more day, just one more day, just for today, just for today, today, I'm not going to fucking love that. That's Reiki. Um, If I can do it, you can do it. And there's honestly been people out there struggling with, stuff that way worse than me they were able to come through and be super successful no, so don't invalidate yourself no i mean addiction that that's addiction. pretty fucked up like yeah. what you You're, went through yeah, is it's fucked up it's really especially fucked. because a doctor prescribed it to you so you felt like it was a safe thing yeah and you shit, were yeah. just a baby like no do not but i do feel like i'm not like invalidating but i do feel like in the grand scheme of things like i guess everyone has their problems but it's fucking meth basically <laughs> it's it is. pretty bad <laughs> like you're okay <laughs> you went I through app- some shit okay <laughs> for sure but i applaud you tremendously for quitting especially cold turkey 
and really like looking at yourself and being like, I want something better for myself because a lot of people who struggle don't. But that comes back to, you know, resilience. And actually it's a very mental, like you were talking about. Yeah. So speaking of resilience, what does resilience mean to you, Jaden? I would say resilience means going through hard times and not letting it get you down and just getting the fuck back up. You know, you're going to go through a whole bunch of shit in life, but being resilient means, you know, getting back up every single time and wiping the dust off and being like, you know, I'm just going to still go at it. I'm going to still get the stuff done that needs to be done. And I'm going to be successful in whatever I end up doing. And it's been a year. You said it's been maybe over a year, a year or two. Yeah, it's been been about a year, maybe a year and a half. And the crazy thing is, is like the gym has really helped. So that's another thing. Uh, if you are struggling with anything, go to the like go to the gym. Like it helps. It, it really does help. Um, as hard as it is, like once you get there and get done and like you leave, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm glad I did that. Can I ask you something? Yeah. This is the stupidest fucking question ever. But no question you, is a stupid question. No, this one's stupid. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, do you listen back to the music that you were making when you were on Adderall and you're like, what the fuck, bro? Like this isn't as good as I thought it was. Uh, it was pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. But, listen, think, but going, going off. Well, no, because sometimes like when like, and I'm not comparing yeah. you to this at all, but like people on like meth, they'll think that they're doing some like fucking science project and really they're just like taking apart a microwave or some shit. No, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. like when I did quit, like I was super scared. I wasn't going to be oh, able your creativity. Like, I, yeah. I thought yeah. like I wasn't going to be able to do it. And I ended yeah. up taking a year and a half break from making any music because like really? I was, yeah. I was scared that I wasn't going to be able to do it. And then, like, I started, uh, like, I got back in the studio and I started making it. I was like, wait a minute. I'm stupid. Yeah. I, it's still, it's I'm me, not the drugs. I was like, it's me, it's not the drugs. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Because, yes, you are still going to be creative. Yeah. And you're still going to be actually probably be even better. Drop your tag. Let people know where they can listen to your music now. So, uh, I just rebranded. Uh, so, I just made a new Instagram. But it's asylum.music. That's my Instagram. But it's spelled with a V. V-S-Y-L-M.music. Perfect. Yes. Thank you, Jaden, so much again for sharing your story and being Hello. here. We're Thank so happy and me. proud of you, too, 100%. And you're so young. You're <laughs> so young. Literally, the fact like, that you went through that, all this. I know, and like crazy. got out of it, too. Like, you're lucky that you're still young. Yeah. yeah. Resilient. Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. Plus. Okay, this is a test. Alert, alert. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> this is a test. That shit. Wow. That we got yesterday. It's like, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's like five days ago. But I had to bring it up this week because that was what I came up with for the name right then and there, Amelia. That was how I did it. So alert, alert. This is a conspiracy test. <laughs> I love that. That's pretty um, good. Alert. 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 <laughs> for all of you who don't know what I'm talking about, there was this text message alert, like an Amber Alert or like a warning for dangerous weather coming that was sent out to every single iPhone, iPad, electronic Everything. computer mm -hmm. that could accept alerts like that on the 4th of October, which was five days ago. It was supposed to happen at 11.20 a.m. Pacific time or 2.20 Eastern time. And what I heard about this was that it was supposed to like be this frequency that was emitting from your phone or device or whatever that was supposed to affect people who had the vaccine worse. I that's got the vaccine. Did you? Yes. That's what oh, I've heard. Shit. Are you okay? I'm dying. Oh, no. <laughs> then the day comes and 1118 is when the actual alarm went off. Not 1120. It was two so, minutes early. Yeah, it was early, which was weird. Amelia <laughs> looks confused over there. I was going to try and do something like really spiritual. I was going to like add up the numbers and be like, maybe it was something else. But no, it, I can't add like that. I got um, my GED. So. Yeah. So I took I a know. screenshot of it and it says... 
National alert. This is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. The purpose is to maintain and improve alert and warning capabilities at the federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial levels and to elevate the nation's public alert and warning capabilities. No action is required by the public. So I saw a lot of videos circulating TikTok before this whole thing went down. And it got me kind of like a little bit worried because as much as like I don't really make up conspiracies, I will definitely believe one. (laughs) So I'm like, what is going on with this? Why is this such a big deal? I read something that says that they do this every three years. Do you remember them doing this three years ago? I I do. I feel like this has happened before. I don't even remember what I ate I do remember the fake one, though, that happened when the Hawaii missile one. Oh, no. So they do do this every three years. I don't know if it's every three years, but I feel like it should be a thing that we do check to make sure is working Mm -hmm. from time to time. I feel like they're doing it now because they're preparing for something to happen. Oh, fuck. I hear they're preparing for this, like, fake alien invasion to control everyone and this was just preparing us for that or what if they're like doing this just so we get like used to it and then when it really happens we're like oh it's just a test and then really like some aliens come down and then we get captured and become their slaves or something i mean i don't put anything past the government and i feel like the reason that they did this whole text message thing was not for just a test now, I do actually have my son here for the first time. Come over here, Jax. I want him to explain what he went through at school at 1120 and how this affected his day because we were told like at least a couple weeks before that this was going to happen and a lot of the kids talking about it and freaking out and all this. So, Jax, do you mind telling us what you and your friends were talking about was going to happen on October 4th at 1120? At science class in fifth period at 1120, this was on a Wednesday, And all my friends were super excited about this. I was freaking out really bad because I saw on YouTube, like, it's going to be the loudest thing ever, like, recorded. And, like, it can make people deaf. Coming out of, like, a cell phone, like, very loud to make you deaf that way? Yeah. Like, laptop speakers, Mm -hmm. like, everything. And all my friends were super excited for some reason. I was excited at first, but then I started to get super scared because I didn't actually want to go deaf. And... Poor guy. And at 11.18, um, it sounded like a normal Amber Alert. How many cell phones were going off? So at first it was an Apple Watch, then it was an iPhone, Mm. then it was all the iPhones. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have my phone because, yeah. (laughs) You took it from him? (laughs) No, because he was going from his dad's to mine. So I have his at mine and his dad has his. his. Yeah. Yeah. Co-parenting. Got it. (laughs) So um, the teacher thought it was fake. We just was carrying on with their lesson. Then at 11.18, the teacher was like, oh, that's weird. It's actually an Amber Alert. And then the teacher started freaking out. So then she got her phone and was looking at the Amber Alert to see what happened. And then she just noticed that it was just like a test or something. Mm. And then I was still scared until like 11.22 because like maybe that was just like a warning until 11.20 Mm -hmm. because like they might want to give a warning. But... Then it didn't happen at 11.20, so I was fine. But then, like, a minute later, I started feeling like I was going to pass out because of how scared I was. Oh, buddy. Jack. Oh, oh, buddy. I'm like, you should have called me. Yeah. He's like, I didn't have we a didn't phone. have a phone, But I'm like, go to the office. <laughs> but I also think it's, like, really smart that you were, like, aware of what was going on instead of everybody laughing and having a party Well, all the kids probably happening. thought you guys were going to go home, right? They were probably excited because they thought they'd have to go home. My friends were saying, like, if you go outside, it'll be even worse. 
Is your hearing okay? Yes. It was good. just a normal Amber Alert. It was just a normal. Okay, good. So good. his friends were scaring him. How sad. I know. Those I are know. not nice friends. He, okay, so really quick to go back to this conspiracy. Thank you, Jax, for explaining that. I just wanted him to say what happened. He wasn't expecting that. I wasn't even going to have him come on and say it. But, like, I felt so bad for him when he was saying that he was so scared. Oh, and I bet. That's scary. Like, I mean, look mm. what the government is doing. Like, he instilled fear in my son for no reason. Seriously, anxiety. Yeah. I remember when they announced like the lockdown at the beginning of COVID. Yes. I freaked Me out. Too. My Did you? Yes, yes. I was Why? so scared Me for too. like 30 minutes. I'm like, they're about to shut us all down. And we have yeah. to stay in the house. Like I, I literally had an anxiety attack. Really? So I, I, I can imagine it. that's probably how Jax felt when you don't know what's going on. And I was thriving during covid you were thriving oh i was thriving you were just chilling or what oh, i was chilling and i still yeah. worked at the hospital too but it was fine it was only part-time covid is great for lazy people that's <laughs> no that's why because i love being lazy and you know what a tourist can be very lazy mm -hmm. also creative though yeah mm -hmm. so it probably you can only be lazy for so long though and then yeah, you get for sure cranky sure. about it like a lot yeah. of people like i hope we go into another lockdown so i was I can, one like, of those people <laughs> yeah i did get kind of used to it and i kind of liked the fact of like working at home and i did, yeah. i very much got used to it and i did not want to go back to the office i oh, mean I trips to the grocery store were a luxury at that point it was like going to the nightclub because <laughs> that's the only place you could see i dead ass would do my makeup and everything i was it was like i was trying to impress walking down people. every aisle uh, hell yeah <laughs> you know what i got really scared at was what? y2k what was that? 2000? Yeah, from 1999 when it went to 2000. I thought all the computers were going to go down. I thought we were done for. People were freaking out. Well, I thought that's what this... Okay, so I don't really understand what this whole Amber Alert thing was. Did you hear what well, I read? I did hear that, but I still don't really understand it. But <laughs> I thought it was for... They were going to shut down the whole internet. I heard that too, but I didn't look into it. You didn't look into that one? I no. seen a video that was like, if they shut down the internet, like we're all fucked. Oh, because, we're like, fucked. We because should fuck our every... I make my money on the internet. Right. Yes. No, everything is controlled by the internet. No, like, I without know. the That's internet, everything. we will not be able to do it. How am I going to use anything. Apple Pay? I thought the same fucking thing too because I don't I don't know where my card is. I don't use my card anymore. No, I don't. It's my phone well, all the time. Of, That's why I'm fucked. You when need my phone's to dead. use your card anyways. A lot of systems oh, yeah. are connected, like water. Everything. And like, oh. Everything's connected to the why internet. They, why would they, you know, mess our emotions well, like why that? Why would they, they sound? Why they want to in Hawaii? In the metaverse. Why? Oh, it's coming. It's coming. What? The metaverse. What does that it's mean? It's coming. We should have already been. We should have been no. in already. What is that? Where everything is controlled by this technology that holds every fucking thing. It's like a fake world. Yeah. <clears throat> Out of reality into the it's metaverse. Vir virtual reality type of world. I fucking love virtual reality. The metaverse world. is a vision of what many in the computer industry believe is the next iteration of the internet like you put on glasses and you like walk through the streets of the metaverse oh my god there's strippers in the metaverse right now there's virtual yes. strippers yes. i've seen that yes, i yes, have yes, seen yes, that yes, yes. they're probably yes. getting coin they yes. get so much fucking money and it's like men like these old ass men will just be, be pretending to be these hot ass strippers when really it's like these 60 yep. year old men living in their mother's basement mm. yeah but I nobody knows have you seen yes, that yes i have yes okay so that's what this is that's what the metaverse is so everything is going to be going to the metaverse. So you can make it whatever living, you want. Yeah, everything's going to be living in the metaverse. I'm and I can't delusional, even, I so I love can't this. Even comprehend. <laughs> I fucking love this shit. I just want to uh, live in reality, though. I don't want to live in a fox. I, yeah, as an Aquarius moon, we're on the age of Aquarius. We're on the cusp. 
Okay. We're coming out of Pisces, which was rise of Christianity. You know, we're coming out of that. Every 2,500 years this happens. We're going into the age of Aquarius, which is the rise of technology. Like you guys don't even know. AI Mm -hmm. is already happening. This whole metaverse thing. It doesn't, yeah. And the AI, it scares me. I did the 90s uh, filter photo. The high school one? Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't like doing those things. Like we're just going on a conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. Uh (laughs) I don't like doing those things because I feel like they're taking your information and you're like. Yes. Which they could get on the internet, but you're just giving it to them. Well, and that's why I don't think it's okay when people do. do, Did you see the ones where they were making babies? Right. Where you put your face in and somebody else puts their face in. And then it's like these pretend children or whatever. Yeah. Like a long time ago. No, like a month ago. This was years ago. Oh, no. So this is recently. And then people were saying you need to stop doing that because for perverts on the online. Yeah. Yeah. There was the one where you could put your face in it. It'll show you how you're going to look when you're old. Yeah. And like Mm. all of those, that information got sent to Russia. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. No, literally. What they want it for? Uh, Yeah. Everybody's faces and their information. Wrinkly old faces. I have Maybe to make like fake IDs and shit. Isn't there an easier way? I'm sure. I mean, think about it. Like even 10 years ago or whenever kiosks started coming out, when people were like, oh, robots are going to be taking our jobs and like look at kiosks, right? They have taken a lot of jobs and look ghetto they look, right? Like think about what the world is going to look like in 20 years. That is true. The The robot thing, because we just went to the sushi spot like two days ago and it was a robot that gave us water and he's like, and he like came and then he just like sat there and he told us, he was like, you can take the water. And I was like, it's 2023. Shouldn't he be able to like slide the water to us? Like if you have a robot, yeah, make him give me my fucking water. A robot like, serving should definitely be able to be like, here you go. Exactly. Here. And he didn't. Drink it. He fucking sucked uh-huh. at his job. Was it white? It was a was white it robot. It was a white I, I've short seen that robot. same exact robot, robot in yeah. Why does the robot got to be white? No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing. He was a white robot. Though. You know what it was? Yeah. Yeah, I see the same robot in Los Angeles airport. I think that the future looks like everybody sitting and being very lazy on their fat asses, Mm. not going anywhere and literally just like plugging in to the metaverse, like not even getting off of their ass living life. Like I just see people sitting in front of screens and I mean, we're doing it now, but like legitimately you just sit and you don't move. You don't Mm -hmm. talk to people like everything's on. We're kind of starting to do that already now. Yeah, That's crazy. It's been going for a couple of years already. The metaverse. So it's not a good thing. I don't think it's a good good thing because I I, I believe in like true human connection. Like you lose Mm. so much reality. Reality. You feel me? I feel like it's more bad than good. It's just a weird thing for me to even try and comprehend. I like to isolate sometimes though. So I would really like the metaverse (laughs) during those times. Well, I'll be hanging. I'll be kicking it with Bennett. Right. In (laughs) in reality. A a joint. (laughs) Right. In reality. In the real world. Living our best lives while everybody's That's like right. plugged the fuck in. That's right. <laughs> Amelia, wake up, wake up. <laughs> alert, alert, hit us up. What do you think happened? What do you think? Hit us up on Instagram at resilientaf3. Also, if you want to be a guest on our podcast and talk about why you are resilient and tell your story, then hit us up again on Instagram at resilientaf3. Or Amelia, what is the email address? resilientaf3 at gmail.com don't forget y'all the word of the week Ooh. alex use the word of the week amelia use the word of the week unscrupulous unscrupulous so make sure you guys head over to our instagram at resilientaf3 who used it better who used it better who Jackson, do you think who you used it better don't say your mom you thank you no 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 i meant her. you no, you already said me all he said, you said was me you, so he said, like, yep. it, win-win. it was me
<laughs> Thanks, Jax. You know what we should start doing? We should start reading off the comments. Maybe exactly we should wrap one. it up with a few comments. Let's do. Get your phone out and read that thing right now. Okay. <laughs> On Tuesday at 6.02 p.m. Hey, I've enjoyed listening to you guys each week. I wish the podcast was a bit longer, though. We got you, girl. It seems like you guys get cut off as soon as things start vibing. I think the three of you have a lot of different views on things, and it would be cool to hear you guys talk more about real-life situations and maybe reserve the conspiracies as a once-a-month treat versus an every-week thing. Sorry for the long message. I just thought I'd give some feedback as someone who loves listening to podcasts while I work. The end. She likes to whistle while she works. <laughs> she likes. <laughs> she does. For the comment and the feedback. Yes. And, the feedback. and we'll take it in consideration. No, yes. we love love the feedback. No, we absolutely do. And we actually, um, yes. and we apply it going yeah. forward. Yeah. And I think it's good. Yeah. And you know what? I don't get offended. We've gone over this, but Amelia does. So if there's <laughs> any like comments that you think would be offensive to any of us, just send them my way. Yes. Because I don't care. And yeah. I won't show Amelia. I'll just read it on the podcast. Because there was one comment and it really hurt. <laughs> well, what do we have next week? Oh, yeah, Alex? bring Thanks out the keeping, menu. Thank you for keeping you have a new game. <laughs> I do have a new game. It's really funny. I named it Antisocial Social Media Game. And what we have to do is it's pretty much like a dare. It's like not a good thing that you're going to have to do. You know what we should do is go through our followers on Instagram and just message them. Like whatever the dare is, we'll do it with them. What if we had our followers dare us to, to do, do something stuff. with our contacts. Ooh. Yes. Okay. As examples, message a girl or a guy. Let's make a video or like an entire highlight, like an entire feed of someone's. <laughs> like text them, say, I want to make a baby with you. Like stuff, crazy stuff, right? Crazy. Um, what if we get like a somebody box? their own Instagram profile. <laughs> Be like, check this person out. <laughs> <laughs> What if we we get like a suggestion box? Yes. So we'll put our dares in there for each other. Yeah. And our listeners, you guys hit us up on Instagram at resilientaf3. Let us know what you want us to do. Hit us with some dares for yeah. that's such a great idea for antisocial social yes. media game. Who do we have a special guest next week? Is gonna be my mother. Yes. And what is your mother gonna be talking about? Sexual assault. Yes, she is. Oh, okay. So it's gonna be deep and more possibly triggering so if you guys are hearing this now and if that is something that triggers you which totally understandable i would not tune in to next week or maybe tune in for the first part and then fast forward the next part. yes just don't listen to the resilient story yes but just definitely tune in to the podcast you know because we're going to talk about our peak and our pit of course mm -hmm. and then we're going to do our anti-social social media new game so exciting. yeah and then yep we're going to have amelia's mom on for her resilient story i'm so excited to have mama jackson on yes and then we'll wrap it up with a conspiracy of course because we're going to be doing that every week yep <laughs> <laughs> despite what people say <laughs> we're doing it i and think that, this week was good though yeah i think so it was, good. Yeah. It was, it was a, a good conspiracy it was a good conspiracy conspiracy yeah it was like 15 and one alert alert <laughs> <laughs> we got conspiracies coming at you yes. all right that was stupid anyway <laughs> that was funny all right well that wraps it up for this week thanks for tuning in and i hope you liked a little bit longer of the podcast guys yeah make sure to follow us on instagram at resilient af3 i'm at that dreas i'm at emilia jackson 94 and i'm at bennett knows hey bye have a great week Later.